Welcome to the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with your host, accountant and author Carol Topp, the homeschool CPA. Carol takes confusing topics such as money and business and puts them into clear English. She's ready to share her knowledge with you on today's show. Well, welcome back to the Homeschool Leader Podcast. This is Carol Topp from homeschoolcpa.com, and I have with me two great homeschool leaders, Jamie Buckland from Appalachian Classical Academy, coming from uh, West Virginia today. Jamie and I have got to meet in person, and Doreen Browning, who helps uh, me moderate the Facebook group for homeschool leaders called I Am a Homeschool Group Leader. And uh, we're going to keep talking about leadership during this time of crisis. But Doreen, I should know this, but where are you coming from today? Uh, Harrisburg, at? North Carolina. It's, it's North Carolina. Just north of Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Okay. I couldn't remember where you were. You just don't yeah. sound like you're from North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was born I'm, in the Midwest, so <laughs> I'm oh, a transplant. That'll do it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm in Cincinnati, Ohio. So it's really wonderful. We can use this technology to talk to each other. We talked in the second episode of this three-part podcast about the wonderful old-fashioned telephone line as a way to connect with people. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to talk in this session about the the way leaders might feel when they are no longer leaders. And what I mean by that is, you know, we're only about one week into this isolation. Some groups have been closed for about two weeks now. And they may, if this keeps going for too much longer, and we're talking probably at least a month, maybe six weeks, who knows, right? Mm-hmm. Our leader's going to start asking themselves, if I'm not a homeschool leader, what am I? I, I believe that some homeschool leaders put, uh, get a lot of their sense of identity from their role as leader. That's one reason why sometimes they don't want to step down from leadership. Who am I if I'm not mm-hmm. a homeschool leader? They get to put quite quite directly, they, they get their ego strokes. I know I did. I love that. Sometimes you don't get a lot of uh, affirmation in your homeschool efforts, but get, sometimes as a leader, you do get that affirmation. So let's talk about, oh dear, when a leader's group is no longer me- meeting and she's no longer leading, what happens to her, her, her psyche, her emotions, her sense of purpose? Doreen, you want to lead off? Sure. I think that sometimes it's the quality of leaders, qualities of leaders are that they are self-directed, they desire something for their children, perhaps they look around and they don't see that it exists, so they're willing to create it and they're willing to put in the time and effort to sustain that. So when that disappears for them, they may feel like they've not, they're not accomplishing anything right now. They may feel that they contributed to society. Many leaders seem to be motivated by a heart for service. And so they may feel like they are not contributing anything to the greater good. And I think that does impact them significantly. They're, they're looking for some way to possibly maintain that. And many of them probably will maintain that by setting up communication networks with their their members. But the other thing I think that impacts leaders when this happens is that they have suddenly also lost their community. They, mm-hmm. we, we don't often see leaders pop up, especially on our, our uh, I'm a Homeschool Group Leader Facebook page that say, hey, I'm done with homeschooling or I've never homeschooled. I don't have any kids. I think I'm going to start a group. It, it just doesn't happen that way. Most people who start those groups are looking to create a community for themselves as well. So 
not only are they losing this sense of contributing to the greater good by helping other homeschoolers, they've also lost their own sense of community and they find themselves in a quandary now. What do I do? How do I stay connected? How do I get my needs met for the connection and also for helping others? I know that feeling. When uh, my kids graduated and my homeschool co-op basically said, we're cutting you off the email list for the co-op, Carol. And I was oh my like, gosh. what? Oh, it was horrible. I felt horrible. Mm-hmm. And, and I felt sad. Um, don't cut me off. These are people I saw every week for, you know, nine months out of the year. They knew me, that my kids had grown up with their kids. And, and I, I came home. I remember crying. I remember saying to my husband, I have to find new friends because mm-hmm. my friends were at the homeschool co-op. I did. I found new friends. You know, I joined new groups, I, but it's it's a funny thing when a when a leader loses her sense of community, and this we only hope is temporary. But I had to I had to at that time work to find new friends. This is a little different. We hope this is temporary, but yeah, where where does her leader find her sense of uh, self worth? And it can be mm-hmm. through the use of technology. Now I will continue to encourage. You know, this is what I do. I decided I was going to. Uh, since my kids were leaving, going to ramp up some other area of my life, and that's when Homeschool CPA website and the blog posts and the book writing and all that stuff started because I was freed up. So well, Jamie touched on that in the last session about when you're freed up because, you know, you're not doing other things, look for something something else. Um, maybe this mm-hmm. is a time when a leader can pursue a hobby she hasn't had time to do. I just ordered some art supplies, for example. Amazon brought them. <laughs> Jamie, what, what's your take on this, about this, the sense of identity that leaders have and when they can't lead, what happens to their sense of self-worth? I was thinking about this after you let us know what your hopes were for this podcast. And what came to mind for me is that I often feel like during the hustle of the regular year that I lack the um, there's so much output I'm pouring out as a tutor. I'm pouring out as a homeschool group leader. I'm pouring out to my family that I don't always have the time to really process and give space to input. There are some great podcasts or um, books that I'm reading, mm-hmm. but I don't always have the time or the space to really process that And then I took it a step further and thought, you know, what I don't have either is time to spend with my mentors. And so, you know, listening to you share, Carol, about being removed from that email list, I'm I'm at a place where I'm thinking here in a, a few years, some of our treasured tutors will have graduated their youngest student. And I'm preparing myself to beg them to stay around because I think that our culture needs to really treasure our um, those who have walked before us, the veteran moms who have already been there, the veteran homeschool group leaders who have already done this. There's so much wisdom and talent and experience there. And so I would encourage leaders who are feeling a little bit lost and like they're wondering a little bit, to um, find a mentor and maybe set up a weekly phone call time to talk with that mentor. I've learned so much just from talking with Carol over the last few years. She's mentored me 
and more than just business and homeschooling. I mean, she has become a friend and, and sharing messages with Doreen. So to take this time to maybe find a mentor and invest in that and think of that as your input and then to look at the two ways you can output, one, as we spoke in, in the last podcast about investing in your family, and the other, I think Doreen just touched on, but finding ways to kind of pour in to other people. I know I get a little bit addicted to seeing growth in others. It's one reason I homeschool. Mm-hmm. I love to see the light bulbs come on. And so you may have to get creative in starting a YouTube channel or starting a Facebook group or doing something that allows you to have that output. Maybe it's just an online book club. So you're reading a book and you're leading the discussion on Facebook. So that would that's kind of where my mind went to in that I want to find more time for my mentors during this season for them to pour into me and then figure out ways that I can pour that out to both my family and in, in creative ways that still connect me with other adults. I like that. And I'm going to mm-hmm. spin off a little bit on that that idea. This is also a good time to read up on leadership. Jamie, maybe you can send me some of the books you might be reading. I think you've done that once in the past, but maybe we could or put it on the I Am a Homeschool Group Absolutely. Leader Facebook page. Um, I've got some. They're kind of like on board leadership, how to run a, a good nonprofit board, um, mm-hmm. things like that. I, I started reading one and kind of sharing uh, some of the, the tips I was learning. Maybe I should do that on my blog a little bit more. Um, so anyway, take this time to become a better leader. Um, I have like, you know, almost uh, over 200 podcast episodes. <laughs> People could listen mm-hmm. to some of that over at homeschoolcpa.com slash podcast. We keep them kind of short. Um, there's plenty of books to read and articles to read. Keep in Keep in touch with your board. You know, hold regular meetings, even if it's just to check in and see how each other's doing. But this is a great time to to work on your bylaws. You know, whoever looks at those things, update your bylaws, uh, policy manuals, um, you know, things like that, what worked and what didn't. Just kind of that housekeeping stuff. That This is a good time to do that. A little bit different, my, uh, my daughter, my younger daughter, just got uh, furloughed from her job. And, uh, you know, so, boy, so she's applying for unemployment insurance, something she's never had to do before. But she kind of saw this coming. She'll be looking for a new job, but, you know, who knows who's hiring at this at this point. This is March 20th, 2020, for those listening in, in the future. So we're only about one week in to the requirements of our state and local and federal governments to stay socially isolated because of the coronavirus. But, um, you know, she said, Mom, I'm not worried about my finances. She's been a good saver. She's got money to last years and rent uh, to pay for rent and things like that. She said, um, I want to stay productive. And mm-hmm. and at this time, when I could say, oh, go to this charity, go to that charity, or work for this group, uh, they're closed. So she can't even find uh, a way to maybe be productive. So I called her today and I said, honey, you, you talked a couple months ago about doing some drawing. Uh, she's a great artist. She just had, had the time to pursue it. And um, I said, I've got some art supplies. If you want to drive it to the house, I'll share my art supplies with you and, and, uh, and a few books. And she's going to do that. So when you can't contribute to your group anymore and you got a sense of identity from being a leader, there's more to you, dear leader. You are a deep, complex, wonderful, beautiful person. And you get to figure out what some of those other areas are now in the next few weeks. And maybe it is art or maybe it is 
becoming a better leader by reading books or, you know, maybe your prayer life or your music or things you've neglected because you were homeschooling. And uh, maybe this is a this is an opportunity. What do you think, ladies? Am I am I off the deep end? <laughs> no, I agree completely. Absolutely. I think that we really do need to allow ourselves, maybe give ourselves permission to reorient our thinking and to realize that this this is different. This is worldwide. This is different. And we just need to give ourselves permission to maybe flip a switch and say, okay, in light of what's going on, how can I redeem this time? And, you know, I'm jealous over your water coloring. I always say to myself, one of these days I'm going to grow up and be mm-hmm. like Carol, and I'm going to water color eventually. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, and this may not be the time, but, you know, everybody gets to decide when is the right time to take on this next, you know, or pursue this something that you've had to put aside for a while. And I understand for the for the parents who are still in the thick of homeschooling, they still have their kids to homeschool. But you know what? If if this lasts too much longer, school year might wind down. I mean, sometimes for homeschool groups, uh, they're winding down in April or in early May. Uh, typically, the public right. schools go a little longer than we do. But um, the weather's going to be nice. Um, our governor here in Ohio is encouraging us to make sure we get outside twice a day. And I love that. I never realized how important that is to my emotional well-being, to get outside to look further than the four walls of my house. And tomorrow I'm going to hopefully contact a friend who lives on the other end of the neighborhood. I'm going to walk to your house, you walk me back to mine, keep our distance, but I get to meet up with a friend that I don't see very often and we can walk together. So do what it takes, ladies and gentlemen who listen, to keep up with your emotional health and and realize ultimately that, you know, your identity as a leader is not all you are. And you can't be so wrapped up in your group that you start believing your group is essential to homeschooling. I've said that before. That's one of my mantras. You know, (laughs) you can't be all things to help people, dear leader. And your homeschool group is not necessary to the success of homeschooling. As wonderful as your groups are. People should be encouraged and and uh, capable of, of homeschooling their kids, and this is a this is a severe test of it. But um, we can do it. We're homeschool moms, right? We can do it. Right, right. And if you have if you have a leader that maybe has I have this issue, um, you struggle to delegate, and I just thought of this. It may be a good time to set up some online tutoring uh, or tutorials with other leaders in your group to learn um, where can I be delegating more. So mm-hmm. that could be a way that, you know, because I have learned in uh, in our own crisis and with my own family, you know, we are replaceable. <laughs> we are, mm-hmm. um, you know, there was a season where I couldn't be at community. I had a NICU baby. And so I needed other people to create schedules and run the show. And so this may be a time where you need to reevaluate if, if you're feeling so um, distraught over not being a leader, maybe there are some things you need to be delegating to other people, and this could be a time where you could train them to do that. That's really good. You need to be replaceable for the success of yes. your group, and that's hard for some people to admit. Here's what my mother says. <laughs> if you want something done right, you have to do it yourself, right? Everyone, uh-huh. I say that to homeschool mm-hmm. leaders, they all know how to finish that sentence. If you want something done right, mm-hmm. you have to do it yourself. And I say, I love my mother, but she was wrong. <laughs> 
Uh, leadership is really about delegating. The, the whole role of a, of a chairman of a board is not to do everything. It is to delegate everything and just keep the, uh, the, the plates spinning, if you will, but not spin them him or herself. So I like your uh, very clear statement. We are replaceable, and we have to make sure that our groups are healthy by making sure that we can easily be replaced. Your your leadership team should be equipped to do that. I have one other thought in this really unusual time, and that is that whether your homeschool group continues to move forward or it, it ends up folding after this is all over with, that's not about you. That is mm. not Amen. mean that you as a leader have failed. We are all in this stressful situation together and we are all doing our best and sometimes things change. So I would try to encourage leaders not to feel that the burden of keeping in contact is solely on me. It's solely solely on our board. We have to take this Thank on. You. We have to ensure that this group continues after this is over. Mm-hmm. It may mm-hmm. be that it's time for something to change, and that's okay. Yeah. That's right. That's hard for some groups to come to, but yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I've seen groups I belong to die, and it was okay. It was it was mm-hmm. useful for its time, and it served mm-hmm. its purpose, and now you move on. And like I told my daughter when she said, you know, my boss has to lay everybody off, I said, honey, this is no reflection on you, your capabilities, Absolutely. your talents, or your skills, your leaders. This is a this is a bad crisis our country's never seen, the world's never seen before. Your group may not uh, survive it, and that's not a reflection on you, your leadership, or your talents. It's just COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just is, right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, ladies. I I really enjoyed this. I hope our listeners do too. And you've inspired me, Jamie. I'm going to go out on a limb and I say maybe once I get this Zoom meeting set up, wouldn't it be fun to put something on the Facebook group and and have a Zoom meeting? We could have like fifty. Well, we have over a thousand members on that group. I don't think Zoom can hold that many. But wouldn't it be fun to have a a big old meeting of homeschool leaders that we can kind of see each other? Wouldn't that be fun? You know, it would. That and would be it, great. And it's it would be great. And it's funny because I have had to rein myself in this week, and this may be something other leaders identify with. But I got I had a cup of coffee Monday, and I had all kinds of ideas on what I was going to do. <laughs> I had to rein myself in and say, you know. Then I'll go back to rushing dinner. I'll go back to right. not giving my children my eyeballs. Um, right. That's what right. my kids say, Mom, right. I want your eyeballs. So, you know, it's I have to rein myself in a little bit because I get excited and think, we're going to do this, I'm going to do that. And so really it's, it's a unique time for us to um, really listen to the Lord and what he has in store for us. And so I love that you said maybe now's the time to redeem your prayer time even if that's not been a commitment. And so mm-hmm. I think that that's where mm-hmm. we are. I know, I know that many of us are there because we're just busy. And so um, mm-hmm. it's okay to be vulnerable and admit that and maybe just come back down to the basics and rein ourselves in a little bit and, and not continue to overcommit even in a season of social distancing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's easy to still overcommit, isn't it? Well, again, thank you so much, ladies, for for your time and sharing your your insights. I appreciate it. 
I appreciate it. We could talk forever, <laughs> but we better. We could. Uh, I gotta go. I gotta go pick up my uh, click list order at Kroger. I'm so excited. I yes. placed it like yes. three days ago. <laughs> I finally get my groceries. Oh God, we're all in this together. God bless you. Take care. Okay. Thanks, Carol. Thank you so much, Carol. Thank you for joining the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with Carol Top here at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. For more helpful information, visit Carol at her website homeschoolcpa.com.